0: Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation.
1: Manning back, fire to the far side, it's intercepted, and running into the
0: Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage.
1: Daniel, has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side and he's going down, that's a sack.
0: Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B.
1: Welcome to IDP Nation. I am your co host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co host, Kyle Belafuel. What's going on, Kyle? What's going on, my man? How are you doing? I'm doing just dandy. Just dandy. Good, good deal, man. Um,
0: we got ourselves a, a special guest tonight.
1: We do. We do. We have our uh, brother from another mother, Sean Dujay, with us. What's going on, Sean? What's up, crackers? <laughs>
0: not much, I don't, think
2: I, I, I don't think I'm that special anymore. I think this is my I, fourth appearance. I You're... probably
1: need a few crackers because FYI, I've got a really good head start on you, fools. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big surprise. Yep,
1: yep, not surprised well, there at all. Shocking. You know, you got to give the people what they want, Sean. You know, they, they a... tune in for a show. Who am I to disappoint?
2: last time i definitely didn't disappoint i'll tell you that right now <laughs> That's all I, that. I, I, was, I was approaching 20 last time i was in the, i was in the high teens when you guys had me on last time just in case anybody wants to know why uh, i sounded the way i did
1: i like that my hero my hero oh shoot so yeah we've uh Week one is already in the books. The season started. All kinds of good stuff going on. Um, Man, it just feels good to have football back. College, pros, all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, man, you're talking Thursday through Monday night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, Wednesday, all- doesn't the uh, Mac start on Wednesdays or something like that? Yeah, yep, Tuesday.
2: Tuesdays, that's what I was yeah. going to say. All we need now is uh Tuesday night match That's
1: right. Yeah. Look at that. Rocking it, it around the clock, baby. That's what I'm talking it gets, about.
0: It gets seven days
1: a week. <laughs> i have like rocking a, this party eight days a week. That's exactly what I was about to say. The Beastie Boys. <laughs> yes. See, dude gets in. He knows what's up. Yes, sir. Anyway, Kyle, you got the sheet pulled up here?
0: Uh, yes, I do.
1: Well, all right. So, so we're not know. even
0: going to talk about my uh, Zayvon
2: Collins bus call?
1: We'll, we'll get to that. I think we should be opening with that. Well, fine. Go ahead. Fire away with it, Fire away with
2: it. Uh, I'm just joking.
1: No, go 34, ahead. 34, I think you
2: already 34, You've already 34 set the stage. Snap. Let rip, Tater Chip. 34% snap count. Jordan yep. Hicks with 100.
0: Right. Bang. Not, yep. That's uh, you know, possibly predicted. (laughs) Hey, I was, I was, uh, I was the other way with that one. I thought everything was was leading to him, you know, leading the way there. But Jordan Hicks, you called it, and uh, it's it was one of the one of the disappointing uh, a week one, one of the many odd things that that happened week one. It's uh, it's always fun to see what actually happens right out the gate, right? And dude called it.
1: Yep, there's well, so many. Smoke it's probably
2: out. a week one overreaction, but right, you know. Yeah,
1: but there's so much smoke and mirrors and sleight of hand and coach speak all through pre- preseason. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer. I don't, I don't believe none of it until when games are live, when they actually matter. Right. That's that's when you see, you know. uh bullshit walks and actions talk. So, um, I do think maybe Collins would have seen a little bit more action had not Tennessee just got freaking trounced. You know, if it had been a little bit more where it was close, where they could run Henry, maybe Collins sees a little bit more action. But, yeah, dudes totally called this.
0: Hey, they went with the vet. Bottom line, they went with the vet. Yeah. Right? And And, Arizona, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, we that, shouldn't be surprised the because they reason. did the same thing last year with Simmons. Mm-hmm.
2: He looked better though.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, he Probably. did. He did. Yep, yep.
2: But yeah, just dysfunction. You know, that's what I was betting on. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, like I'm, like I'm, I'm not taking any victory laps yet. i I'm, I say it all tongue in cheek, you know.
0: Oh so, yeah, hey, we are, I, we're always busting each other's balls, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: all good. All but right.
2: for the, those rookie linebackers, though, like uh, JOK had forty percent snap count. Mm-hmm. Jamin Davis fifty six. Mm-hmm. So there's another there's another thing we were talking about in the off season. Right. Hol- Holcomb, hundred Hol- percent snap count. Wearing the dot. Yeah. Bostic eighty four percent. So uh, and then uh, Nick Bolton had seventy six
1: percent. That's what I was fixed to say. Speaking of him, I, man, I think yeah. he's gonna be. He's he not well gonna. Too. He's not gonna win it, but man, he he's got to be one of my favorites for Dark Horse uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year. It's. I, I think everything just sets up for him. I, I don't think he'll win it, but if you're willing to take a risk in some um, in some betting stuff, go check him out. I mean, he could sneak in there and get it. I don't think he will, but as for long shots. I like him.
2: Yeah, he looked. All he looked right. good week one. He, he, yeah, he, he, out, he outsnapped out snapped Neiman. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: he did. I believe what. But Hitch-
2: not, not Hitchens. Hitchin. Hitchens at eighty percent. Yeah. Like 80%. 80%.
1: Yep. And I think it could be Willie Gay and Michael Bolt or Michael Bolton. Uh. <laughs> You're a
0: big Michael Bolton fan, are not you? <laughs>
1: you? If we see
0: if we see Michael Bolton on out there, man. Uh, he's not, oh, I. I, about,
2: s- <laughs> I see Michael Bolton's greatest hits on your. Uh, <laughs> On your your mantle back there.
1: Yeah. You. you wish you had blonde you. locks like that. Uh, I hate both of y'all. Oh, shit. Anyway, Kyle, are you, ready? <laughs> are you ready for the news and notes? So I'm guessing I'm reading them. Is that what you're saying? Well, you did so good last week. I thought, hey, you know, I'll give well, you-, you one more shot. I'm a, I'm going to let you roll with this until you screw it up.
0: Okay, you wrote them so I can only imagine what's in there. All right, well, here we go. News and (laughs) and notes. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals free safety Jesse Bates says he plans to play a little more pissed off after not getting a contract extension. I mean.
1: Oh, man. Music to my ears. Sign me up for all that. Right?
0: (laughs) Right? Music to my ears. I love a contract year. I love a player in a
2: contract year. I
1: I actively seek them out. Yep. And I love a pissed off player in a contract year. Sign me up for all of that. But wheels up. Jesse Bates, let's go. All right.
0: Uh, number two, San Francisco 49ers linebacker Paris Harrelson passed away at, age, at the age of 37. He played nine seasons with the 49ers and Saints. He played with seven with the Niners, two with the Saints. Uh, nine years total. He played college at Tennessee where he ranks fifth all-time in sacks with 21. Yeah. I was wondering
2: where the connection is.
1: Yeah. No, I, well – it just so happened it was a Tennessee guy, but I always try to recognize some of the, you know, some of the players that pass on that's played the game. But
0: definitely man, sad.
1: He he had some good seasons with San Francisco.
0: Yeah, definitely sad. And then um, uh, Minnesota Vikings Hall of Fame center Mick Tinglehoff passed away at age 81. Played 17 seasons, six Pro Bowls, five All Pros and a record 240-game started streak for centers, which still stands today.
1: Honestly, uh, I never even knew about this guy until I seen it. I was looking up news and notes and seeing this, and I was like, wow, 240, 240 straight starts yeah, wow. at center. Mm.
0: That's unreal. crazy. That is unreal. That is I unreal. mean, you think
1: about some of the great centers like Mike Webster and, and some of those guys, 240. That's what uh, – I know. Back in his era, the games were probably a little less, so it's more seasons. But roughly, what? Uh, I'm gonna let you do the math. I want to see that's <laughs> ten. That's, break that's a break out the
0: Tennessee <laughs> abacus. <laughs> <I could laughs>
1: carry
2: that's basic, the three.
1: That's basically root of the f- hair on my ass. Fifteen seasons straight, depending. But yeah, man, that's that's something else there. Start that many games, games.
0: yeah. It is, yes, it is, especially
1: back in that day, as rough and as tough, and as uh, few rules as there was when it Mm -hmm. more or less anything goes. That's that's pretty impressive,
0: absolutely, absolutely is. Um, New York, New Orleans Saints, and cornerback Marshawn Lattimore agreed to a five year, $97.6 million dollar extension, making him the highest paid cornerback, and And also. and he got cracks hurt.
2: his thumb the next night.
0: Yeah, or that uh, night. I think they he signed yes. it right before the game. Right before the game, and, then, and that we, game. yeah, and then he got surgery on it today, yeah. I believe. Yeah, he's. I think I, the what I saw the last thing I saw was he was week to week, so I don't know if it's gotten a, a worse um, outlook or not, but I saw week to week. So, um, yeah, they paid they paid the man, and I mean he's he's their best corner, so you got. I mean, he, he deserves looks good it out right, there, I mean, man. Yeah, yeah he does. He's solid. I mean, you got to, you got to, that's a premium position. You got to, you got to pay the man. Yep. Um, so hopefully that's just a week to week, as they, as they said earlier. And then, uh, sticking with the Saints, New Orleans defensive end, Marcus Davenport to miss time with the strained pectoral. I don't believe that's a season ender. It's more of a few weeks deal. Um, which is disappointing because he actually looked like he turned it on this year. I was, We've been waiting to see it.
1: Yeah, played we good. have.
0: He played good this preseason, and then uh, he had a good week one here against Green Bay, which the entire New Orleans Saints had a fantastic week one against Green Bay because they were horrible. But we won't talk about that too much. Um, <laughs> you
1: don't want to talk about <laughs> that guy?
0: No. Nah, I can't I'm imagine not, why I would much we would not want keep... to
1: discuss
0: no, we don't want to talk about Green Bay. Well, you know who we do want to talk about? We're going to kick this over to Dude. is this guy named Peyton Turner. <laughs> it's Peyton Turner O'Clock. Is it time?
1: I it's getting it there.
2: It's getting there. It's like quarter two.
0: And just dude, so you quarter know, two, this is coming from the, this preseason. The, you know, the he's the president of the Peyton Turner fan club here tonight. Boys. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's going to get his shot, but he's a little dinged up too. He was yep. dinged up uh, end of camp and preseason. So, hopefully he can get healthy and go out there and show him uh, what he's got. I, I heard he's just trying to get into game shape now. He, yeah. uh You know, trying to get back into a good physical condition to be able to play a game and uh, do well for 60 minutes.
0: Yeah, they're going to need him. I mean, that the defense looked really good um, this week. They were – just beating the shit out of Green Bay up front. And, um, you know, Davenport was a big part of it. Cam Jordan was was fantastic. He always is. And uh, hopefully Peyton Turner can get healthy and and get out there because, I mean, uh, you know, between him and – I'm going to mess his name up. I can never say it. To passing, y'all. To pass and go, however you say it. yeah. uh, Yeah, he actually played uh, played pretty well too. Um, But, yeah, I would definitely like to see some Peyton Turner out there. Um, So – Keep an eye on dooge's guy. The first we'll see.
2: Pick. I I don't know. I got my expectations kind of tempered, though. You know, he's he's yeah. still a rookie. Absolutely. It's a, but it's, it's exciting times. He
1: gets a shot. Yep, opportunities there. So this is like, this is what year three for him, four. Who Davenport? Yeah, yeah. this is
0: your is year four, I believe.
1: So so year four, it's kind of. Um, Man, I, I hate doing this, but it's almost a put up or shut up year, right, for him? Oh,
0: 100%, 100% it is. Yeah, uh, absolutely. As, considering what we've seen so far and how high they were on him coming out of.
1: College, so so my just... brain is off the rails right now. I, I told you, I was way, I'm way ahead of you boys. Um, just <laughs> just spitballing. Davenport. If you own him. Okay, let me back up. If he's on your roster. Whatever, if he's on your roster, what are you moving him for? Are you selling him cheap? Are you kind of like middle of the road? Or are you pumping the brakes to see? Um, I think it's a tough sell right now with the injury,
2: you know. You're gonna, up, and if you held on to him this long, you know,
1: you kind of got gotta, gotta keep go holding for, on, right? Yeah, you gotta yeah. go for it. That's right. Is yeah,
2: it, it's all it's all or nothing, man. He can die on my roster, or he can finally become something.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, Rat. yeah okay. I,
0: I, I agree with that. But plus, unless
2: some unless somebody comes at you with something that you got to take, but
0: yeah, yeah. But was like her, like Kyle said, that that's not right? happening. This. Yeah. Month. No. Yeah. It's. I agree with Dooge there. If you held on this long, um, it might as well ride it out because it's going to be a tough sell. You know, you could say he played he looked good in the preseason, had a good week one, but then you're going to get the always hurt and he hasn't done it anyway. So it's going to be a tough sell. But if you get the, if you get the deal that feels right and it's you got to, it, it you feel like you got to take it and take it, but otherwise don't sell him. Just don't okay. give them away uh-huh. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers and outside linebacker T.J. Watt agreed to a four-year, $112 million extension, making him the highest-paid player. Was, was that supposed to say highest-paid defensive player? Defensive or?
2: player. Defensive
0: player. Huh? Yeah, I
1: left it out. I figured you knew that. Come on.
0: Well, I never know what you're going to put in there. I mean, I figured that was it, but you never know.
1: It's in there. Shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> so that one came right down to the final hour. Um, I like right. the way he did it, though, in the end. Yeah,
2: walked into the owner's office. Yep. So we got a deal. You know, yep. shook Did- his hand. I don't care what my agent says, right? He went. Uh, he didn't. Us. He didn't consult
0: his agent before going in there, right? He just right. Said, and and he another thing that's like kind it. of
1: overlooked here is how many times have we seen it when players are wanting more money, whatever. I'm just not going to show up. I'm not going to practice. He was at practice every day. Not only was he at practice, he was participating. You know, he just wasn't yeah. there for show.
2: Mm-hmm. Same as Dwayne Brown in Seattle.
1: They, yeah. they called it a hold in. Yeah. I mean, you don't see that. So, I mean, yeah. you kind of got to give a him props in. for that, you know? Yep, so for sure. I mean, he, he could have very well said, you know what? I know what my worth is. I'm you, sure he could you have, have got more. To me, I'm gonna sit at home and not risk injury, but no, he's like, no, I'm doing this for my team. I'm out there working with them, just like they're working with me, and there's some real de- respect there, at least from he me. Definitely,
2: for he definitely left money on the table. You know what I mean? His agents, right, and, and all that. Yeah. But they made him the highest paid defensive player, and you know. Pittsburgh, notoriously uh, tight with the purse strings, too. So, he, yep. you know what I mean? He just did the right thing. Didn't get greedy about it. And just old-fashioned handshake. We got a deal, man.
1: Right, and here's another thing. It's, it. only, it's, love it. It. it's only four years. So, yeah, he, two, three, two, three years into this, they can revisit this. And you know it's going to happen, especially if he keeps producing. So,
2: yeah, And yeah, they, they gave do. them that guaranteed money, right, which is yep. the stuff that they're yep. usually uh, – what was it, 80 mil guaranteed? They
1: believe oh, it, so. It was a shit ton. I can't remember what it Signing was. Signing bonus, was... actually, I think it was.
2: Because yeah. that's uh, another thing Pittsburgh doesn't like to do. They don't like to guarantee money, particularly, you know, year after year. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't blame them. But, yeah, so, they, you know, good compromise. Good on both, of you know, the organization
0: and the player. That's how it should be. Yeah, I I totally agree. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's good to see that get done, and you like to hear that too, right? That he just said, "All right, let's get this done and get to work." And right. and then so all the all the IDP managers that got him on the roster can breathe a sigh of relief. It's done, and, right. and, and we're in we're in and off running. So, so that's and good that's your done.
2: defensive player of the year uh, call too, Kyle.
0: Right? I thought I jinxed him. Right? Yeah, I was, I was a little upset with you there. All, I, was, I thought oh, well. it was all your fault. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm good for a jinx. I know that. That's a
1: pretty good call, but th- this next one may have something to say about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so Arizona outside linebacker Chandler Jones opens the season with a five sack performance and a win over Darrell's
1: Tennessee Not So Titans. Oh, Freaking! Oh my, my god! Freaking Taylor Lewan looked like a human turnstile. I mean, yeah. you know when you when you spend all off season drinking beer and podcasting. It's it's tough to get out there and perform. I can attest to that. Just
0: gonna say, I think, <laughs> I think you know a thing or two about that. <laughs> you know, I, well, here's I mean, the deal, Daryl. We sit here and podcast and drink beer, but we don't have to block Chandler Jones either.
1: Very true. And I'm telling you right now, if I had to block Chandler Jones after that, I'd be like, I'm out. I retire. I quit. Oh, uh-huh. that'd be an ole all day. And, and a quick note: he is. Oh, let me. I wish that have wrote this down. His five sacks in week one are the most. And I'm, man, I love this guy. His five sacks in week one are the most since Derek Thomas had six in week one in 90. I want to say it was 91, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Right
1: on. And Derek Thomas, I'm telling you right now, if Derek Thomas hadn't died, all-time sack leader that dude was a beast yeah he was awesome
0: yep he absolutely was but yeah
1: taylor lawan looked uh of course he's coming off the injury you know granted um but man he he looked rough dude so rough out there
0: yeah uh not not a great start there for for lawan for sure um i mean what a dominant performance by jones did you uh did you have jones rolling in any leagues
1: I did. I had him rolling in a couple leagues, and um, we may talk about him here in a minute, but I had one league where I just hit the jackpot. I had Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Double-teamed him. Oh, yeah. I was on it. So, yeah, that's a double team. But, yeah, I I, I will admit there's a few leagues where I had Jones on the bench, and that's been, you know, i seen that today. There was a lot of people like, I had one guy, he's like how dumb am I for having Chandler Jones on the bench? And I'm like, dude, you're not the only one, (laughs) you know? Right, right. Uh, It happens to the best of us, but man, yeah. I mean, he just lit Tennessee up. They had no answer for him inside, outside, speed, power. And, um, you know, he's kind of pissed off. They didn't give him the big TJ Watt deal, you know? Mm -hmm. They didn't want to pay him. And he's like, okay, let me show you what I can do. So,
0: yeah, after the the offseason stuff of was he going to stay there? What were they going to do with him? He came out on fire. Um, him and uh, Max Crosby that's a heck of a duo. How about how about Crosby Monday night though? Oh, 13 pressures, two sacks, five quarterback hits, and two tackles for loss.
1: Pure freaking energy from the first sound of the whistle, dude. He does not stop. No, no, he does not. He
2: looks, he looks at least three times better than he did last year. He looks way fitter. He looks in yes. great shape. Gruden Kevin who, who who had the orange Porsche that beat him to work oh, every that day. That was great he was still there yeah. when he left.
1: And what so. and, and what a great story if you were listening. You know, he he kind of looked to Darren Waller, you know, everybody mm-hmm. knows about Darren Waller's issues and demons. And he's like, I don't think I could do that, and you know, it just kept going. And he kind of, he's like, you know, if he can do it, I can do it. And kudos to him. I mean, that was huge. Um, I don't think we've even begin to see the best from Max Crosby. I mean, huh. he is—he is, yeah, he he is he looks- straight legit, and uh, he should have been the number four overall pick of that draft, not Coline Farrell. Oh, who, you think? Who is just oh my god, healthy scratch? Healthy scratch. I mean, that's just – I've been beating this drum for how long? You have. I mean, mean, Uh I've been trying to tell people Farrell is not what you think – he's not what you think he is. I mean, he went, what, a streak of 19 or 20 games without a sack. Kind of got a few. And then, I mean, it's just, you know, you heard about the offseason switch to possibly him kicking inside the D-tackle. He couldn't even handle that. Um, I think he's done. I, I think he's done. He'll hang around because mm-hmm. of the potential or whatever. But
0: I think he's going to have to go somewhere else to get a fresh... Yeah,
1: day. somebody somebody
2: will out. turn him into a reclamation project.
1: Right. Yeah, but I don't even know that... I don't even know that that will happen. I right. really don't.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that's yet to be seen. But like Dude said, somebody's going to try. Right? They're going to try right. to see if they can... It out of him, but yeah, I mean, Crosby is uh looking like just a completely different player. He was, I think,
2: I think it speaks a lot to the Baltimore O line situation, too, though. Yes, true,
0: very
2: true. You know what I mean? Uh, I gotta see, I gotta see this again, you know what I mean? Uh, consistently, but just looking at his body composition from last year to
0: this year is night Mm -hmm. and day. No, I, I totally agree. The, it's what you want to see there, but yes, consistency uh, to see more of it going forward will be key, right? Um, but he just—it was so. I just thought it was just so much fun to watch him out there. He just, dude, just does not stop. He's absolutely relentless. He looked quicker. He looked like oh, he had. No.
1: He his, he, was he, was on Lamar way way he was hand the
0: way he was ass. Oh, oh yeah, God. the way he was hand fighting the tackles too. I mean, yep. he was just, he was just looked like a dude just ready to just to take it up a notch so that was awesome yeah so yeah. so daryl you and with him having him and Chandler jones that's that, that yeah, to a I, I gotta be oh, pretty fun opening a week for
1: you oh yeah i gotta admit one league i had both of them i'm telling you right now i was i was uh vince mcmahon walking down the runway this morning <laughs> no doubt about it clangin yeah, clang it, baby.
2: <laughs> well, right. uh, good thing you didn't tear both your quads and have to sit in the
0: middle of the ring.
1: Uh, you know what? I would have been okay with that. If that would have happened after that performance, I would have been okay.
0: <laughs> Get this man a tall boy of Budweiser. He's sick hey, for a while.
1: <laughs> I, I got a double stack over here. I'm ready, baby.
0: All right, uh, next Piece here. Tennessee Titans play strong safety Amani Hooker on IR with a foot injury.
1: Yeah, Theron, I, take it away. I just, I just, no, I just heard this when about an hour before I started hitting you and uh, Sean up to, to get ready for the show, I was going, you know, double checking some stuff and apparently he's got a foot injury. That's kind of big. I'm not sure who's going to fill that spot. Um,
0: I know Bradley McDougall played, uh,
1: that could be a candidate. I know if Brady Breeze was uh, wasn't injured, he would be a candidate. Right. But yeah, they, they're going to have some issues with a uh, Hooker out for sure.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I see McDougal played uh, thirty-seven snaps, so I mean, and that's likely he'll...
1: who will take over until he gets right. back.
0: I mean, likely turn it over to the vet until they want if they want to see what Brady Breeze, Breeze brings to the table when he gets healthy. So.
1: That's a bummer
0: because Hooker was uh, one of those breakout guys. I know you were big on him, and uh... oh god, and I still am. I, I
1: hopefully it's nothing serious. Yeah, um, they yeah, just said it was a foot injury. They didn't really indicate how serious or how long he'd be out. But putting him on the IR, he's got to miss at least three games. So, um, hopefully it's just not too serious. Uh, hopefully it's something you know, two or three games he's ready to roll again. But we'll see. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. Hopefully not too major. Um, Las Vegas Raiders defensive tackle Gerald McCoy was carted off the field in last night's Monday Night Football win over the Ravens.
1: Man, that was so sad because I, mm-hmm. I had such high hopes for him. I know he's a little long in the tooth. His best days are kind of behind me, but you kind of felt like if he could get his footing, he could be a good, decent piece for them, rotational, and just, you know, does all the right things has worked so hard just to kind of see him
0: mm-hmm.
1: carted off like that was uh that was hard to watch. So hopefully it, it ain't nothing too serious and he can come back, but
0: yeah, that was very like you said, tough to watch, very unfortunate. Um uh Detroit Lions cornerback Jeff Okuda to miss the rest of the season with the torn Achilles. Uh that that's a that's a big loss for that defense. Oh that's a
1: huge blow for them.
0: Um you hate to see it out of a uh, uh, second-year guy, such a high pick, so much promise, and you know a defense that was going to want to see who's going to be a big part of it going forward. Because Matt Patricia left them a dumpster fire, so they got to rebuild huh. it and see what they got going forward. And then to lose a guy like Akuta definitely sucks. Um, bummed for him. For, for that was Akuta. quite the
2: comeback they uh, they almost made, though.
0: Yes, yes it was. Brand. It was. That was. It awesome. Showed some heart. Yeah, they did. That was, it was awesome. It
1: guys. was kind of funny because uh, I don't know if y'all listened, but Sunday morning we did the uh, start set with uh, Nate Cheater or whatever. And uh, we had Sean sh- uh, uh, and everybody on, not not DuJay, but another Sean. And uh, we were talking about the Lions and I said, uh, what are you going to do? What would you do if the Lions actually pulled off the miracle and beat San Francisco? And you – as soon as I asked the question, you could see the wheels rolling in his head because he was just, like, froze. He didn't know what to say. And, You're talking about Lanny? Yeah, Lanny. Yeah, oh, Sean Lanigan. Yeah. And I asked Nate, and uh, Nate was like, man, I, I don't even know because he was fully expecting Detroit to get freaking roasted, burnout, right. out, beat by, like, 30 or 40 points, which everybody did. I did, and it, too. And it was and, looking uh, that way yeah uh, man.
2: That, that's a survivor pool uh special somebody asked me my advice yes. on that <laughs> and uh that's the one i gave them and i was like oh god man because uh, last year i was out week one when the so uh, jags jags upset somebody yeah uh, i don't <laughs> I, i'm not a survivor pool guy i don't really do them i kind of when i was younger i kind of look at it as something like you know girls do or something like that you know not not hardcore fans but uh, anyways yeah i ended up giving that guy the san fran pick and i was kind of like oh man not again
1: because he was saying
2: uh, he wanted to take uh, carolina over the jets and there was another one he was considering as well and i was like i don't trust that either one of those i'd rather take san fran <laughs> so i talked to right. him out of his pick and almost cost him but
0: hey you came wow. through though
2: yeah, through. that's
0: all that matters. It's a results-based business. Um, another injury here, New York Jets safety. LaMarcus Joyner is likely out for the season with a torn tendon in his arm.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, he I, me, I, I was kind of high on him. I thought he kind of was in a perfect situation to have a big season, you know. Um, just, man. Yeah. Injuries are just – yeah they'll just freak you up. I mean, they really will. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to them sometimes, but
2: uh, I, I had at, rec- Sorry.
1: No, no. I was just going to say that I had him, I had picked him up in a lot of my leagues, you know, and, and kind of got him cheap too.
2: Oh yeah. you get him For free. Yeah. And I yeah. Kinda, I, rec- I recommended him on, uh, episode, the episode with Mike Wallert there. Um, yeah. Number where episode one oh two cause as you got you were asking me for like deep, deep guys nobody was on, or you know what I mean, whatever really think to right. add. And I said, you know, in a like deep leagues like we're in, like seventy man roster, twenty man taxi, like last guy, last spot I would maybe go. give to Lamarcus Joyner, right? And I was gonna recant on that, but uh so he only got fourteen percent of the snaps in, in the end. And then Adrian uh, Colbert got 53 percent, and Sheldrick Redwine out of the U got 34 percent, and of course Marcus May got 100 percent, and he had 56 percent of those in the box, which yep. is where I've always thought he belonged. Anyways, you know, yes. like right. I really didn't understand why they were playing him at free safety, and Ashton Davis at strong safety. Mm-hmm. I should, I thought it should have been role reversal there, so maybe May's going to get more. Uh, you're going to be up close
0: to the line of scrimmage a little more, you know? Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's what I like to see too. That was seeing him play, you know, over half his snaps up in the box, tells me Marcus Mays, you know – He's gonna have a nice tackle for for you because he's gonna be around the ball and he's gonna be out there every snap too, that's for sure. We already knew that. And and you like to see him being used in that way because that's you know, that's that's good for IDP production for us. And yeah, I like I liked that joiner call when he made it, dude. It was like you said, yeah. deep deep leagues when you're looking for something you could get, you know, some production out of off the wire. That was a dude you could add for free. For the for the price of a mouse click, as Johnny the Greek says, um, right. And, and it was trending that way. You know, unfortunately, the injury hit, so that's that one's a bummer too. And um, I guess we're gonna wait and see when Ashton Davis comes back. Um, <clears throat> what happens there? But that's that's a bummer for Joiner. And uh, yeah, that's man. A lot of you know these these injuries right away. It's just, I mean, that's what three defensive backs in a row we talked about. Man, it's such a bummer. Um <laughs> and uh, last news here: uh, comic and set sa- Saturday Night Live. Great Norm Macdonald lost his nine-year battle with cancer. Um, man, Canadian. So, uh,
1: fuck cancer. Canadian. You know what? Yep. Fuck cancer. Yeah, another a great Canadian. Um, was so good on Saturday Night Live. When uh, he what do you
2: used great? to do the the update, the weekend
1: update. Yes. Oh,
2: man. Yes. He was. He was the original guy. I remember doing that. Actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And he was so good at it. And that
2: it. shit-eating smile, that grin oh, that he's <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, man. Just um, going way too see. soon. Um, yeah, So it's, funny. Uh, he was just so freaking uh, funny, dude.
0: I, I was a big uh, Norm Macdonald fan, man. I was so bummed when I saw that today. Uh, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is um, funny because to piggyback off of this a little bit, I listen to uh, a radio station on the iHeart Radio. It's called uh, Rock Nation, and um, uh, it's called the uh, eight. the The guy's name is Eighteen Wheeler. He comes on in the afternoon, and he was kind of talking about Norm McDonald passing away. And uh, before that, he had talked about a story. And I know this is going to sound crazy, but literally, they're working on. I forget can't remember where it was, but somewhere they're working on potty training cows because apparently, <laughs> no, seriously, uh, the, it's a full circle. I'll get to it, but potty training cows because their urine gives off so much gases that it's yes. like 7% of the world's gas
2: methane. Exposure. Methane, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kill, so it's you know, they're the ozone. trying to. So apparently, they're doing some kind of thing where they can get these cows and whatever to go to a certain, like a porta potty, use it, and they put it in a tanker and dispose of it. And he's like, and, and here's where I'm getting with the story. He's like, you know, we're coming up with ways to potty train cows, but we can't cure cancer and save Norm McDonald. So um, I don't see you're about to take me down a rabbit hole because. I don't think they want to save cancer in a way, you know, there's it's no uh, money
2: no money in cures.
1: Exactly. You know, they do said it, you know, there's no money in cures, you know, all these, uh, medical companies make more money off of these vaccines and, and pills and trials and just, just don't even get me started on that. But yeah, Duke death, death is, death is big business. Oh yeah. Yep. That's why the Grim Reaper is rich, man. I mean, it's uh, his balls going when they walk, cause uh, like you said, it's it's big money.
0: All right, well, that's all we got for news and notes.
1: <laughs> Way <laughs> to
0: be, oh, so positive, so positive.
1: Well, you know, we uh, we get off on a, a tangent. Well, I'll say I get off on a yeah, tangent. Yeah, you were gonna,
0: you were gonna go off and running there. But this that's...
1: is what you, this is what happens when y'all let me. Are you get crying, over. Hollywood? I am. You just wipe a tear? I did. I did. I did. Thanks for calling me out. Now I'm embarrassed. I've got to go hide myself. You know, I want to be an ostrich sticking my head in the sand. Thanks, dude.
2: (laughs) I do that on the regular. (laughs) (laughs) I got no idea what's going on in the world most of the time.
1: Uh, I don't either. I I don't really watch the news or uh, listen to local radio. So. Whatever I hear on the morning show on the way to work is kind of all I know, unless uh, some coworkers tell me in a in a shipping meeting or something. But other than that, I, I tune that shit out. But uh, enough about potty all that tra- Potty training cows, though. Potty training Noted. cows, yeah. Which Noted. St- stunned me. I was like, "What in the hell?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah, they're they're potty." Tra- Trying to come up with some system. I guess it's like an outhouse for cows. And I'm like, all right, we got her, bud. We got her. (laughs) But uh, Tennessee. Not Tennessee. Not Tennessee. Anyway. And that could be our our show episode name potty training. You know, we'll we'll see what's going on. But anyway, Uh before we get to the main event, which uh, I think everyone's going to love because it's a. there's a lot of stuff going on. We got to pay a few bills, so uh, we want to thank you for myfantasyleague.com for uh, for uh, supporting the IDP Nation Listener Leagues. Um, you know, they did the IDP Invitational last year. Um, quick, easy to use. Every time I've had an issue, they've been quick to answer. They've gotten back to me really quick. You know, they're on top of player position. Uh, uh, changes and all that good stuff, so we thank them for that. We want to thank at trophysmack.com. Um, I know dude's just pushing me to find out for a belt for his uh, DWC league, and I'm going to get on that. Uh, but they've got belts, rings, plaques, trophies. Um, they've got anything and everything you can think of. They've even got stuff for losers. You know, you're Worst Loser of the League. they got stuff for them. So go check them out. We support them. Um, use the link on my Twitter page. Get that special discount. Um, and then least but certainly not last, Action 24-7 Sports. Locally owned gambling site for Tennesseans, by Tennesseans. You know, you've heard me talk about it week in and week out, but football season is here. You know, yesterday's game didn't or this weekend's game didn't go so well for the Titans, but it's it's early starting tomorrow. You can bet $1 on the Titans and get a $10 free bet if they beat the Seahawks on Sunday. Um, they got all kinds of specials going on. Don't forget about baseball. Uh, so much things going on in the NBL. Um, MLB right now you going on. And remember, the only book in the state where you can bet on AAA baseball. So, you know, you can bet a dollar on the National Sounds or the Memphis Redbirds and you'll get a $10 free bet if they win. Uh, They're doing giveaways right now. They had <clears throat> they gave away so many tickets and other stuff. Uh, Keep following them on their social media outlets because they're continuing to do that. Tickets, uh, apparel, all that good stuff. Check them out. Uh, they've got guest pickers, you know, where you can uh, win stuff, you know, and then a lot of events. They're all over the state. They're going to different places, Nashville, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Memphis. They're going all around the state to some of these places and doing the live stuff, so please check them out. Um, we've seen uh, some bets coming in here lately. Anytime you're supporting them, You're supporting us, and make sure when you make those deposits, you're using the promo code Hollywood One Hundred. We thank you for your support. You know, we got a few things we've got to cover. You know, it's not cheap podcasting. You know, it's while it may be free, there is some cost to doing it. So we thank you for supporting supporting us, and uh, we appreciate it. So keep those coming in. Um, Sure, main event time. Um, was looking at what we would do tonight and I got off on Reddit and there's been a ton of questions just in random um, coming in and out. And I'll just, I guess I'll run them off and y'all can uh, talk about them. First one is what's your thoughts on Jason away?
2: He looked good, but you know, the linebacker designation kills his value. You know what I mean? Like, we talked about him previously in the offseason, too, and he had, like, zero production at Penn State, mm-hmm. but he ran a four-three-nine. And, you know what I mean? He's an athletic marvel. He's a freak. So, that piques my interest all the time. But the linebacker designation just killed everything for me. And Baltimore too yep. is is one of those teams. It's kind of like the Patriots for me. Like, you know, they're they're so team oriented that you don't really get a lot of uh, fantasy <clears throat> stars coming out of those kind of systems. Bill Belichick don't care about your uh, your fantasy team, and uh, neither does Jim Harbaugh. All right. All right? Or is it? Did I get, I got him confused, didn't I? I said Jim. Jim's at Michigan. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at
0: Kyle. Yeah, I know Jim real, real well. Um, <laughs>
1: Your
0: buddy? Yeah, yeah, that's my buddy right there. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I, I thought Owe looked good, too. Um, like Dude said, if you play MFL, uh, he's, he's a linebacker, so that hurts his value. But on Sleeper, he has DL designation, which is, which is nice. I have him in a uh, couple leagues, I believe. Um, so – that that's definitely if he's got that edge or dl designation to play true position or on a platform that allows him to be used as an edge rusher definitely a boost but if he's a linebacker uh not really expecting a whole lot this year cuz it's going to be so sporadic it's going to be hard to know when to use him so um but yeah i mean promising start to to his you know his first game so um you you like to see it because as dude said the the, the tangible wise the athleticism like he's got He's got it, the size, the speed, the strength. You know, it's just the production was a question mark, and he just needs to develop an actual pass rush plan. You know, in the NFL, you, you, you got to, to win consistently in the league, you got to, you know, have a plan. So um, I, I think it's a promising start, and, and hopefully he builds off it. And um, like, like, like what I saw week one.
1: Yeah. So uh, I agree. Uh, next question. What's your thoughts on Landon Collins?
2: Very interesting question. Uh, very interesting. I know somebody who uh, who uh, answered that at length uh, in one of those episodes. I'd like to I can look looking up and see which one it was. Uh, I think that was I think that was another uh, listener question one time from uh, Razor from Ramon Town. It was okay. <laughs> that, is Town. Right. that is right. <laughs> you, you smart dude, that guy. Yes. But uh just like that uh, razor from Ramon Town predicted, uh Bobby McCain. You know, I wish we had some Hollywood Bobby McCain sound bites that we could play back here, you know. I think that would really add to the show. Yep. Um I'm I'm working
1: it, on the sound bites, by the way. That, that's I like believe I it was on. something
2: like I don't give a frick
1: fuck Bobby <laughs> McCain.
2: <laughs> Yeah, blah blah blah. I Kyle so. and I were trying to tell you and you know, like who else is going to play deep? Cuz you were all up on Cameron Curl's dick and I and we were saying, "Listen, Landon Collins got a pretty hefty contract. He doesn't want to move to linebacker, so he's playing strong safety. And Bobby McCain's going to play free cuz Cameron Curl isn't really a doesn't play from depth as well. So Bobby McCain ended up getting 85% of the snaps. Collins got 80% and Cameron Curl got 46%, which yeah. is why I was trying to sell them all off-season. And uh, wasn't able to do it. You know, a lot of people, a lot of managers were uh, were hip to the facts and uh, realized that he might not duplicate it. I should have sold them to you, but I couldn't get <laughs> quite, quite what I wanted. And uh, we got to wait a year, right? Because they got that out in Landon Collins' contract next year. And exactly. I'm sure uh, Curl will be... A lot cheaper for them to uh to roll with if they if they want to, but I guess it all depends on what happens this year too. If Landon Collins balls out, they're not just gonna get rid of him. Yeah. So we'll see. And plus yeah. his contract's gonna be kind of hard to get rid of. So if yeah. he does and if he he does ball out, maybe they do still get rid of him for that fact, right? To get it off their books. And but they have the out in the contract anyway. So, anyways, yeah. that was the situation that we were all interested in all off season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It's it was one that we were very eager to see what that snap counts looked like and how were they deployed. And uh it wasn't it wasn't great um for curl or collins out the gate, you know. So um, that's one we're gonna have to keep an eye on to see if week two is more of the same or not, right? I mean let's you know, keep an eye on it and not a not a great start for curl or collins though. Um but I mean, you know things can change but will they we don't know for sure but Bobby McCain they brought him in and we thought that that was the deal it could be it could be him playing free so uh, i can't with you guys i can't, can't with you guys can't. Kyle i can't i just can't with you guys
2: Bobby McCain Bobby fucking McCain <laughs> <laughs> hey whatever whatever uh, i'm right at least 50% of the time <laughs>
1: You're so, wrong 50% of the time, Teddy. just less than that around.
2: for me. <laughs> the other thing that kind of interests me about the Washington situation was their D tackle uh, snap counts. Uh, Deron Payne led the way with 75%. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. newly signed uh, Jonathan Allen only had 58%. And Ioannidis had 53%. Mm-hmm. So I thought yeah. that was uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, that was more of... More snaps for Ionides than I thought because you know, him and Allen, well, Allen was forty-seven snaps. Ionides was forty-three, and then you had Jaron uh, Payne playing about fifteen more. So um, that was more than I more run than I thought Ionitis would get. I mean, obviously I, he was going to get used, but
1: yeah. And I think most people would think Payne would be the one with the reduced snap count instead of Allen. Um, uh, they're going to run a rotation. I mean. We've seen this from them before, you know, even when they had Kerrigan and all those guys, they're gonna run some kind of mixed bats rotation with those front four. Um I've I've been on pain since, you know, the championship run a few years ago when Alabama beat Clemson, you know. He portalated a two-game performance over Georgia and Clemson into something big and and he's uh he's showing what he can do. And I still like Allen. I got him in a bunch of places. Mm-hmm. I noticed had the one, well, I don't want to say one, but the one big year that kind of stood out to fantasy managers. 2019. Um, yeah, 2019, yeah. he had that big year. So I don't know if he gets back to that level. But if you're looking for an upside play or a bye week cover, I think he's a good play.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think it's a, this is a good point you brought up, dude. the, the rotation amongst the D tackles there. All
1: right. Because
0: it, I think it's – yeah, it's a really good call to bring this up because it's more I, – it's got more run than I expected. Um, and I, I thought Jonathan Allen would probably lead the way. It'd be really it, – I thought it'd be a little closer between him and Payne snap-wise. Not I know it's only a dozen snaps, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good point to bring up, though. All three of them have a prominent role there, so.
1: Yeah, while we're on Washington, one of our other questions is um, um, what is the ceiling for Cole Holcomb this year? Where do we, you know, what's what do we think his top out is?
2: Just what he's doing right now. Exactly. He, he's, he's been my big guy, one of my big uh, deep sleepers all offseason season. Uh, I seem to be doing better with the linebacker uh, calls than, than some other places. But uh, Holcomb was a guy that anybody, anytime anybody asks, uh, I think it was somebody on Twitter asked you guys or you guys were involved with or tagged me on and said something about breakouts. And uh, he's somebody that I always came up with. And uh, we talked about him the very first episode I ever got on with you guys. And I think that was uh, – a. Maybe a question from Purple People Eaters uh, asking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> asking Kyle Belfoy. Uh,
0: about yeah, his, it was. It was, yeah.
2: Jamin Davis, uh, and yeah. whether he, you know, how we thought that was all going to shake out. Uh-huh. So, so far, so good for Holcomb, 100%, man. Like,
0: oh, yeah. yeah. Calling the plays, every snap, yeah. calling plays. It's what you want to see, right? Um, yeah. I agree with you. And I expect. Davis's role to grow as the year goes on, but I think they'd be. I mean, to me, if I had to, I mean, this is just speculating. You think you'd just let Holcomb keep the dot, run the show, and let Davis run and chase and make plays, right? It takes pressure off them to get everything set. And Holcomb's a young guy that they could see if they want to, you know, keep him going, going forward as part of that strong defense they're putting together. So I like him. I like Holcomb.
2: And he's just a football player, too, yes. man. You watch yeah, that kid, you yes. he can't yeah. help
0: but like him, you know? Absolutely. Got a mullet. I mean, the dude just, <laughs> he's ready to go. Balls,
2: balls to the wall, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I'm in on Holcomb, too. I expect Davis's role to grow as the year goes on, like I said. Uh, it's just speculating, but like, grab, I mean, Holcomb's the guy right now. He's the only one I'm comfortable starting. So um,
2: Holcomb plays the game with reckless abandon.
0: Yep. Got yep. a mullet. A mullet reckless abandon. He's a man with nothing to lose.
1: <laughs> but I like what you said. Let him continue to wear the dot. Yeah. And just let Davis do what he needs to do. I think that makes perfect sense, especially behind that front four or five, you know, rotation, whatever they're doing. Run and go um, get it. Yeah. Man, makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> this is one. dude just going to roast me on this one. I know. Um Zach Cunningham. <laughs> Huge disappointment week one. This, this, does, this is not the norm, right? I mean, this is just an aberration or whatever.
0: Is
2: it? It's probably a culmination of, like, him being stuck in Houston and, you know what I mean, probably not really giving a shit all off season. And, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean – you could roll, you should roast me for it. Cause, uh, I'm the guy that traded for him, you know, and, uh, in, in my mind, in the offseason I'm, I'm trying to acquire him because I know Houston's going to be trash. And, uh, you know, I wanted to, uh, get even more tackles out of the guy, but you know, there's a lot of flaws in his, in his game, man. And I was not happy with the, uh, with the production and the output for, for week one, you know, if he, uh, he does what he's supposed to. Maybe I break the DWC uh, single game scoring record. You know?
1: Yeah, you that, just yes, that did that, it anyway. Yes,
2: that that and I should have started Nick Vigil, obviously.
1: Right, right.
2: What a day
0: for Vigil.
1: But let's let's back up to Cunningham here. First of all, they're playing the Jaguars, mm. Suxenville, who clearly has all kinds of freaking issues, even with Trevor Lawrence. You know why it's um, cuz Urban Meyer's coaching him. Well, that's true, but you know, you, I don't think you can really judge Cunningham
2: no, on that performance. it's, I, it's not going to be it's not yeah. going to be this bad all year. No way.
1: No, no. Um, better days ahead, man. Much yeah. better days ahead. I think this was just uh, a fluke or whatever you want to call it, but uh, yeah, like you said there's much that de- much better days ahead. I'm not the
0: biggest Zach Cunningham fan because, like dude said, he does have his, his flaws, but, like, this isn't going to be going forward the, the norm. It's better days yeah. ahead. Well, you
2: can definitely laugh at me for giving you, uh, what did I give you, a first and a third in uh, that IDP-only league, and I think you gave me back a fifth if I'm not mistaken. I'll look it up.
1: That That but, sounds right. But, hey, that's good value.
2: I'll give you a pat on the back. I won't roast you. I already roasted you earlier on the, the whole uh, Bobby McCain thing and, uh, you know, the Holcomb things. I'll take it easy on you.
1: Don't you hold you back. Play. You shut up, Kyle. This as, is how me and Dooge plays, right? As,
0: as, as much shit as you give me, I'm not going to sit here and let Dooge hold back against you, man. I can't.
1: <laughs> I'm you looking need, up
0: the trade right now. You
1: need somebody to help you, Kyle. I
0: do need help. I know. You do. I need lots of help. It's
1: like a handicap match. I'll will t- take on both of you. I ain't scared.
0: I know you ain't scared.
1: I ain't scared baby. Crying when I walk. <laughs>
0: yeah, me me too.
2: That's why I'm looking <laughs> up the I'm I'm looking up I'm looking up the trades in that league. And Orange Crush offered me a, a round two pick for my round two pick, and I insta accepted it.
1: There you I go. Got,
2: I got balls that clang too, but I <laughs> score a team in the league. Yeah, yeah, week one, but so yeah, yeah, that's exactly what the deal I uh, said was exactly right. Uh, first and a third for Zach Cunningham and a fifth. Twenty-two. Which is not uh, a bad
1: deal because I think rest of the season, you know, like we said, that's this performance is not going to continue all year long. You can't base it on what Jacksonville's doing, so. I mean, Still, it's, like, it's, it's going to be
2: hard for him to live up to that value. That's right. that's quite a bit of value. But also I'm banking on my picks being later. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: True. Very true. And,
2: and in an IDP only league, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to say slim pickings, but you know what I mean? Like last year we had Mike Parsons and then right away you got questions right away, you know, from pick two on, it's kind of sketchy. Mm-hmm. You can boom or bust.
1: Right. Uh, um. So here's another one from Reddit. Uh, thanks to all you guys. I know y'all. Some of y'all chimed in and said you were going to tune in and listen. Um, this was a big trade that went down. I say big trade, but a well-known trade that went down before the season started with Joe Schobert being traded to Pittsburgh. There was a lot of concerns about him and Devin Bush. Um, the question is: rest of the season, Joe Schobert thoughts. Um, I'm kind of pumping the brakes. It's week one. I'm still waiting. I still like Joe Schobert, but I will say this: it's very encouraging that Schobert is there and Devin Bush still balled out. So, um, I-, I think Schobert's going to be fine. Um, I think he's going to continue to do what he's been doing. Your own thoughts?
2: Well, we discussed this in uh, episode one oh three. I went I went back and listened to uh, these episodes to put down all my hot takes to see.
1: But, how, oh my god, I he's grade. got a number. He's got everything. Like, I, mo- I, I love it. it. I love but, it. Uh,
2: so that was one of the big things we discussed because it was in the news the trade had just gone down. Yep. And we basically all agreed that we're gonna downgrade them both a bit. But for me personally, I felt like it might help uh Devin Bush out. Uh, a little bit right because um he didn't have the responsibility and uh kyle agreed with me i know that and uh it seems to be working out that way right like uh and for the snap count uh devin bush had 73 and showbert had 66 yeah but they're the only they're the only two linebackers uh really to speak of right other than yeah Watt, who i consider an edge but and, and Melvin Ingram, who I also consider an edge, and Alex Highsmith, but yeah, those guys know, are was, rushers. <clears throat> yeah,
0: um, I think we, I think I think when we were talking about it too, we were kind of talking about the the Jacksonville situation when Schobert came there with Miles Jack, right? You know how Schobert – I think we were discussing how that might help Devin Bush the way it helped Miles Jack, as far as let Schobert, you know, call the plays, get the defense set, hold it down in the middle, and then Miles Jack had a down year do, and destroy. yes exactly miles jack had a big time down here super inefficient as a tackler just wasn't comfortable and then Schobert comes in you know takes over that role and lets miles jack run and make plays but she's an athlete and that's what he does like you said seek and destroy and then like we were saying like this could be good for devin bush in that respect like the same kind of situation and bush you know like you said dude bush uh he showed out and it you know Schober being there, you'd like to think it frees him up to do more things. Cause you know, Devin Bush is a four, four guy. He's, he's, a, he's an explosive athlete. So running and chasing and blitzing and, and just, you know, go, go make shit happen. That's, that's what, uh, that's what he's, he's going to be able yeah. to do for you. So you don't have to think mm-hmm. just exactly just play. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, that's I think, uh, man, it's, I, I like it. It's a good start for him. And, um, Smart move yeah. by Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, exactly. Another, another another one to add to the list, right? Yeah,
2: yep,
1: right. Absolutely. All right. So moving along here. So um, <laughs> I love some of these names on Reddit. Uh, Jerk Pickles. He wants to know: Is there anything <laughs> or anyone that stands out to you? Anyone see less snaps than what you expected? Anyone not produce to what you thought they would? Anything? Week one that really caught your eye? Uh,
0: You know, one that that, one that caught my eye was I was really curious to see what the Giants' safety situation was going to look like, and I was surprised the way those snaps shaked out. Um, It had um, Xavier McKinney at ninety five percent of the snaps, Logan Ryan at ninety two percent. Logan Ryan had a fantastic. Day, i mean he just lit yeah. up the stat sheet and Jabril Peppers is yeah. playing 45% of the out. yeah yeah Jabril
2: Peppers i traded him in the off season, uh because of this and yeah yeah he only had 45% of the snaps that's yeah,
0: definitely it's worrisome um i was very anxious to see what this looked like cuz i'm a big Xavier McKinney fan uh, i really liked him coming out coming out of alabama i think he can do everything Really well, uh, he can come up in the box and mix it up. He can play coverage. He can go in the slot. I think he's just a really good safety. So I was really, you know, Logan like Logan Ryan's a player. So and I was just curious to see what this was going to look like, and it not what I expected. I, I didn't expect Jabril Cox to play forty five percent of the snaps. I thought he might lose a few, but that was more than I expected. i don't know how about you guys?
1: Yeah, I was. I did. I really didn't know what they were going to do. I mean, you had the young, the young stud, the young rookie—or not rookie, but second-year guy Xavier McKinney. You had uh, Jabril Peppers who come over from Cleveland, you know, with his returnability, playmaking stuff. And then you had uh, Logan Ryan, who's you know, started as a corner with New England, transferred to safety later in his career. Even with Tennessee, played that slot corner role where he was so effective. Um, I almost thought when he first went to New York, I thought maybe he would play that slot corner. You know, maybe it would be McKinney and Peppers on the back end with uh Ryan at that slot corner, but that, that's kinda not what we seen week one. I mean, it was completely different. It was McKinney and Ryan. I, I just think Ryan is too damn good, no matter what team he's on. He's just so good in all facets that um you know, he, he makes an impact and forces teams to change what they're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. now I didn't know if it would be Peppers or McKinney, but I knew Logan Ryan would make an impact for the Giants.
2: Yeah, I own Logan Ryan a lot of different places. He's been good to me over the years. Yes, yes, yes. And right. uh, I just, for IDP purposes, I definitely believe in the men. But yeah. uh, I was happy to see uh, Cameron Hayward back. To his old mm. self. Uh, he yeah. had a pretty dominant performance. So that was on the good side uh, for me. And then on the bad side, um, Terrell Burge is somebody that I, I bought up everywhere. And, um, you know, he got zero snaps. Taylor Rapp got 100% of, of all those snaps there um, at Rams Strong Safety. So, uh, and another guy, um, uh, David Long Jr., had a bunch of snaps for them. I thought he played well. And so no Terrell Burgess is something that I've met that I missed on so far. And I don't know if there's anything wrong with him, but I don't believe there is. So I think that it was just, uh, Taylor Rapp is the man there. And, uh, I kind of missed on that, but I, I got a lot of like storylines that you, you got you us three discussed, right? Those were the ones that I kind of looked at and, uh, but they might not be a big deal to your average uh, listener, right? Depending on the league they're in. But uh, I could just start going off on them all if you want. But the Colts DN thing is something that we discussed uh, in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Quiddy Pay got 76% right off the hop as a rookie. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Kyle's a big fan. And then AQM got 70%. He had a half sack, but, you know, I. That's one of those ones where I don't really care how much a guy plays in a way, you know, if he yeah. can't produce with it, right? He's never really produced much for me. I'm a fan of the U, so I had him in some places as, as a long shot. And we heard a lot of Taequann Lewis uh, hype in the offseason. He had, uh, I think, 54% of the snaps, if I can read my chicken scratch here. And then Ben <laughs> Benogu only had 11%. <laughs> And he was another guy that had a little bit of hype in uh in the preseason and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um there's the Seattle DN situation. Green got 70%, Hyder 54%, Daryl Taylor or Dar- Darrell Taylor, I'm not sure what it is. You'd be able to tell me there, Mr. Tennessee, but uh he had a sack. <laughs> yes,
1: Daryl he- Taylor. Yeah, yeah.
2: Daryl. So he had a sack in only thirty-four percent and then My guy, Alton Robinson, only had 16%. Uh, The reason why I kind of downgraded, I was high on uh, Daryl Taylor coming out of Tennessee. I liked his tape. I liked everything about him. But uh, they had told me previously that he had switched to linebacker. There was a linebacker designation for him, or there was a rumor that he was going to be uh, a linebacker. So. Maybe they never designated it for MFL, but there was a rumor that I saw swirling or circling and uh, maybe on Twitter or what, what have you. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And then uh, uh, just little things that probably most people don't care about, but uh, Jerry Tillery at Notre Dame had uh 76% uh, of the snaps for uh, the chargers and Justin Jones only had 29% because I was kind of looking at Justin Jones as a, a little bit of a deep sleeper there um, for IDP purposes because he was a D-end designation last year and he's a D-tackle this year. So I thought maybe that, you know, quickness might allow him to get those sacks we crave for from D-tackles. Um, Damian Wilson had 77%, but he wasn't all that productive. Uh, I had made a trade where I traded um, – Seiler uh, from Miami there, the the DN, because at that time I thought I was stacked at DN, end and I got Damian Wilson. I thought that was a smart move. We, we were hearing that he was going to get the green dot and he did play 77% of the snaps, but he only had one tackle and six assists, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Um, and then our old uh, age-old conversation about your boy, K. Levan <laughs> mm. Uh He had 47%. And uh, I looked up a- AJ Epinesa, your real boy, and he had thirty. He had 33%, right? Wow. So uh, I know we uh, – and that's an interesting situation, right, yes. with the Dills. And, yes, and it so is. They had a lot of, like, you know, Russo had 52%. Hughes had 57%. Addison had 45%. So it kind of downgrades all of them, right? They're all kind of yeah. – Eating into each other for IDP purposes, and I don't know if you're going to hit your wagon to any one of them. It's probably got to be Russo, but, like,
1: you know. uh, He's the Julius Peppers of that group, right?
2: It sure ain't ain't A.J. Epinesa. That's all I know. (laughs) I get
1: it. I get it. But how much longer does Addison and those guys – is a huge have? Jerry, I mean, yeah,
2: Jerry Hughes yeah. and Addison are. I,
1: getting, I get it. You go with the veterans, you know. You, yeah. So I mean, there's still hope for Epineza, but clearly, you know, like, like I said, uh, Russo's the um, quote unquote. He's the Julius Peppers of the group. We we talked about this at length with what uh, Sean McDermott did in Carolina. He's doing the same thing in Buffalo. So we've seen this precedent. So.
2: Another thing uh, to note about Kaleva is that he dropped into coverage 6 or 7 of snaps too. Uh, I think this is all from uh, well not all but a lot of this stuff is from John Macri. I hope I'm pronouncing
0: his name right. Uh, he does a great he does a great job. He's a great follow on on Twitter oh, yeah. and uh, shout, shout out Macri. Great dude, great follow. Yeah. One of the smartest dudes you'll you'll follow on Twitter. It's just a, He's just a nice just a great dude too. One of the nicest guys you'll you'll meet on Twitter too, man, and and chat with. Great guy. And knows his IDP
2: inside out. Yes. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And uh, the last thing is uh, one of my D tackle uh, sleeper picks is uh, Tershawn Wharton, and uh, he had sixty seven. Sorry, sixty one percent. And I'm going to start him this week even though he didn't really produce a whole lot last week but that Baltimore O-line I saw enough of what the Raiders were doing to give me confidence to roll him out over some guys that you like actually I'm going to roll him out over uh, Sheldon Richardson who only had a 34% snap count and was basically a backup and uh, Pierce looked really good. I watched yeah, a lot he really of him wow. against Cincy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Sheldon Richardson's a bit of a disappointment. and looks like the third man, the third wheel there. And uh, I'm going to roll with Tershawn Wharton this week against that Baltimore O-line after I saw what the Raiders did to it. I can dig that. Yeah.
0: Makes, makes sense. Sweet. Good stuff, dude, man. Thanks for bringing the knowledge there. I love it.
1: Yeah. Dudes don't disappoint. I knew he'd bring his A game. Always um, does. Yeah, he does. Quick question here. New York Jets, what are they doing for linebacker week two?
2: Well, they just acquired uh, Tripp's buddy J. there J. that J. he was too lazy to drop B.J. Goodson. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. old Tripp, uh, I said, "Fall, you fall into one, take the W, dude. Yeah. You know? and,
2: and
1: I mean, dog, they have Mosley, uh, they have Jermaine Sherwood, the rookie. They they have uh sure, Nazro sure. Hammond or Hasman Nasrain. Um and now, like I said, you have BJ Goodson. What's, but Del, Del Sean Phillips. Del
2: Sean Phillips was the guy that got all this, all the snaps, and he had a big productive week, and then they put him right back down to the practice squad. But he'll probably get called up right. again for next week. Right. But uh, that that was something that I was uh thinking would be a big IDP pickup this week so I did a little bit of research on it and I was kind of trying to de- decide how much to spend and I ended up you know saying well $3.40 cuz I think I have $88.40 so I want to leave myself with 85 bucks right and uh wow. doc hammered down like 33 and change $33.31 or something like that so made it rain well it's it's such a shallow uh oh, because yeah. our rosters are so deep and because it's idp the you know the free agent pool is is slim to none which is what the way i like it right i don't think you should be right. able to win leagues on waiver wires i can't stand that you know waiver right. wire warriors winning leagues i think that's weak but so anyways i i understand his you know process and his philosophy is probably you know, if I'm going to get these guys, I'm going to get them right away in, in in week one and throw a bunch of money. Last year, he did it with Alden Smith, threw his whole hundred dollar budget at it, right? And wow. it almost it almost worked out. Like I can see the reasoning behind it for sure.
1: I mean, in week one, of while we're on the Jets, Robert Sala has kind of um, went against the norm of what you see coaches do. Hamza Nasruddin, Norwood, uh, Jermaine Sherwood, Jamie Michael Sherwood, Car- yeah. Yeah, Jamie Sherwood, Michael Carter. Yeah, uh, Jamie Sherwood. Michael Carter. A lot of these rookies, he's putting on the field early. He's trying to see what he has.
2: Well, Sherwood's hurt right now, I think. But I think that's the guy they really want to, to assume that mantle. Like, that's the guy they were right. talking about all preseason. And uh, he had a little bit of a – a downgrade there right in the last, last, uh, preseason game, I think. And then he ended up getting hurt, but I think that that's the guy, right. And I think you could probably get him for free, but now that they have BJ Goodson and then this Delshawn Phillips coming out of nowhere, kind of muddies the waters a bit. But if I'm a betting man, I'm, I'm going with, uh, Jamie and Sherwood out of all that.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, they, they also started, uh, Brandon Eccles, uh, so the rookies in New York has been getting a lot of play, and I think that's going to continue till they get until they figure out who their guys are that they want to run with. I think you're going to see a mix, even you know, you know, you and Kyle are big, John Franklin Myers guys. I'm a big Bryce hey. stuff guy, hey, but he I think you had a game, John yeah, Frank that's Black. exactly what I was going to bring up. But I think both of those guys, uh, John Franklin Myers, Bryce Huff, I think those are guys, depending on who you like, both of them are fantasy options.
2: Good buys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can
1: get them cheap. You know, the upside's there. Same thing with the linebackers, the secondary. I just think Sala is running out these young guys. He's trying to see who's going to play for him, where they fit what he's got because, you know, he's got a young quarterback over there too with Zach Wilson, so he, he's got a build. Um, I like it. I, I think uh, Sherwood is going to be a guy. Uh, I think Carter's going to be a good piece, depending on what they do back there. Uh, I like Franklin Myers. I like Huff. I think those two are the defensive ends of the future. Um if they, yeah, know, if they can get their linebacker Yeah, if they get their group set, I
2: think they're okay. I know uh none of us are real high on Shaq Lawson, but I just thought I'd throw it in there while we were talking about John Franklin Myers and Bryce Huff. He did get 34 snaps, 53% right off the bat, Shaq Lawson. So right. he is he is gonna factor into it all. Yes. And uh I mean that's the same amount of snaps that Bryce Huff got.
1: So, right. so, but, but speaking it of like Lawson, something, isn't he kind of like Mario Addison, Jerry Hughes for Buffalo? He's that veteran presence. He's established. He, you know, you can kind of lean on him a little bit till you get these young guys going.
2: Right? He's, he's not as old as those guys. Uh, he's, he's still relatively young. I would, I don't know. I'd, I'd put him at around five years in the league. But I might right. be wrong on well, that. Well,
1: I'm not so much on the I know age, he came out of the, I know he the came out of Clemson. as far as what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to get these young guys ready. And, and you see the same thing in Buffalo. They're trying to get Epineza, they're trying to get Oliver, they're trying to get Russo, they're trying to get Basham ready, but at the same time, they've got Mario Addison, they've got Jerry Hughes. You gotta have those veterans that you can kind of lean on with the solid floors while you get these rookies with a high upside ceilings ready.
2: I don't know. I think you're at Oliver. Uh, I don't know, man, one day you're going to have to cut bait. I think <laughs> he only had 62%. Yeah, I mean, the
1: time's there. coming, but I mean, the time's coming with any of these players. If you don't produce the, that time's coming, but you know what I mean? You lean on your was- veterans until you can see what you got in your young guys.
2: I think he's just a little undersized, right, for the NFL. That's my own personal opinion, but I mean, I, he yeah, was definitely a wrecking ball at Houston, right. and you know, he he has yeah. some measurables that are, you know, kind of eye-popping. But he just—it's a big—it's a big jump for for that position group from college to the pros, you know.
0: It is, and I—I I was a big Oliver fan. And I agree, he's a little small. I mean, athletically, he's. Very gifted, explosive as hell for a defensive tackle. Just like he's not going to hold up playing in the A gap or you know fighting center guard doubles and and getting mixed up in there. He's going to have to play three tech or four tech and and try to try to win with the athleticism because that's that's his bread and butter in in the NFL. He's just he's not big enough to fight inside. So yeah, I mean it's a make or break year for Oliver if if they can use him in that manner on a three tech with. Star Lutule and whoever you know eating the nose, whoever's going to be at the nose. Um, he's going to have to figure, figure it out this year because it's kind of a make or break year for him. And I agree, like it to get to the point where is it worth keeping him around uh, on your on your roster? So um, I, I like it over, but I mean, it kind of, like you said, like Drew said, it gets to the point where you got to make the decision: do you want to keep him around or move on? You know still have a little
2: but, hope so. but, but talking about the just to come back to the Jets linebacker situation uh, like I said he's hurt right now but I think it's going to be Jamie and Sherwood from all the you know coach uh speak that you hear in the off season uh and he did kind of have a slight downgrade at one guy I wish could stay healthy is Blake Cashman right. but he won't you know what i mean he, right. just, I've he been just can't
0: waiting for it to agree. Right. it just it won't it, happen
2: No, he's
0: not gonna gonna do it. I'm with you.
2: And uh, just to give you the numbers on that Delshawn Phillips fellow that came out of nowhere, he had 57 snaps, 89%. So, and then they shipped him right down to taxi squad again, like or sorry, uh, practice squad, like I said earlier. But he'll probably get called up again next week, so who knows? Right? So, it's all up in the air there,
0: it is.
1: So, um, you know, uh, Sunday night we had the Rams versus the Bears. Rams kind of had that intact. I mean, the Bears were game. They got a good defense. But one of the question is, Kenny M, what do we think about him?
2: Yeah, Kyle and I both had this discussion uh, privately, well, and on the DWC uh, chat there where we, we, we got him off the waiver wire for nothing right before season. And, you know, that's kind of embarrassing, really, for the league, you know what I mean, for that to be able to happen in a way because that's what everything was pointing towards, right? And sure, uh, you know, the rookie out of South Carolina there, um, Ernest Jones. Sorry, I got the floppy uh, causing some distractions here. (laughs) But uh, –
1: you go floppy you do your
2: stuff yeah, he's trying to eat the trapes right now You're gonna have to lock up. but uh go so, floppy go <laughs> uh yeah kenny young and he looked good like i wasn't watching the game like super intently i was you know uh, messaging and doing a few things while i watched so i was just kind of watching it in general but he was in on a lot of plays i didn't look at the tape or anything yep. uh but he definitely produced and for getting him off the wire for free, you know that could be huge. That could be a really, yeah, that could be a big IDP player this year.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean, he was the guy, right? It was him and Troy Reader were getting all the buzz as far as the, the 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 two starting linebackers, and but you know the arrow was pointing to Kenny Young in one linebacker sets everything coming out of camp and in the preseason or whatever, and it turned out that way. Um, if he and, you know, Kenny Young. It's been a rocky road to start of his career, but uh, yeah. he did, he he did look better this week. So, and if he's going to keep playing every down, I mean, he's going to be he's going to be productive. So, ride the ride the hot hand while you can, and um, see you know see how that develops. If he keeps it, man, you got yourself you know a linebacker who's he's going he's going to produce for you. Um, playing playing in that. Traditionally, fantasy IDP, fantasy friendly right. spot there. You know yep. what I mean? For the Rams. Yep. yep. Just, and just it, it's, it's, just, it's, I was going to say, just definitely keep an eye on it week to week. Just to, you know, not necessarily sold that it's going to be Kenny Young all year because you just never know with the Rams.
2: Right. So I, I yeah. would, we,
0: I, I would definitely keep an eye at week to week.
2: It's a roller coaster with him. But if he yes. does hold on to the job, man, it's going to, he's going to produce. Yep. But like, you know, Baltimore you get you find you get on him right he's at UCLA and then Best. you know you, you're thinking okay here we here we go the next Baltimore linebacker yep. and you're on him then you know he goes for a big downhill fucking you know shitter down the shitter for a bit now he's <laughs> back now he's back again yep. and you know you you got to you got to take the shot yep. it, it's yep. boom yep. or bust it's right, boom right. or bust but if
0: it booms it's going to be right. nice. Yeah. I just want to say another takeaway from that Rams game that I was just pumped to see after the, the talk this offseason was how Jalen Ramsey was used. Um, a lot of talk about him playing more of that star position. Uh I know yep. I brought it before, but Jordan Rodri covers the the Rams, that she had <laughs> she she's great. She does an awesome job. She wrote a, she wrote the article, <laughs> uh, article that came out. She wrote the article that came out end end the last month. And uh, uh,
2: you guys did. are all in love with this broad man.
0: She's awesome. She does a great job. She covers the defense well, the offense well. She she hits it all. But she wrote an article last month, t- you know, talking with uh, Raheem Morris and Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey was talking about how excited he was. <laughs> to play this role to be used differently rather than just sitting outside taking away um you know the, the team's top receiver and we you know he had played a little bit more of that star last year and you know as the year went on but i mean week one he was everywhere making plays and then if you look at the snaps he weighed what 68 snaps and 37 of them were in the slot so that keeps him up by the line making plays with gives him way more IDP relevance because he's going to have a higher tackle floor. He's going to be around the ball. I believe he had a couple tackles for loss even. Um, I mean, I, I was just, uh, I was just loving watching that because it was cool to see him use it a different way rather than just, you know, him being on the outside and teams just leave him alone because who's going to mess with him. Right. Because Ramsey's a bigger corner too. He's not a small guy for a corner and he can get up there and mix it up. And he's an aggressive dude. So um, I I, I like to see that. I think he could be in leagues that you start corners. I'm um, grabbing him if he's available, if he's you know, sitting out there. And I mean, I think he could be relevant in the, the DB grouped formats as well when you where, if you start enough IDPs. Um so that was I thought that was cool to see him utilized in that way. And uh Jalen Ramsey rant. <laughs> yeah, <for sure.
1: laughs>
2: Well, my boy Jackrabbit came through with, uh, what, seven or eight solo tackles? Yes, sir. They're picking on him pretty good. That's always good for IDP corners. It is.
1: That's what you want. That's what you want, man. I picked him up in a bunch of places, and surprisingly, he's free. You can pick him up off waivers in a lot of places for free. Can't I made you, pay.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> made you pay a million for him in uh, in Gen. I wasn't letting I mean, him go did. for anything less than a mil.
0: Yeah. You know what happens when you said you want corners? That, or, and Daryl, you said you want corners that get picked on? Either that happens or Kevin King happens. Deontay <laughs> Harris just blows by you <laughs> off the line and they pick on you and you just watch them walk in the end zone for well, six.
1: Cl- clearly, y'all didn't learn your lesson from last season. No. Y'all wanted to re sign <laughs> him, but hey. I I'm guess just they playing. just
0: they wanted to do the discount double check that Kevin Young can't guard anybody.
1: Well, you know what? They got the double check all right. They're about to get a triple check. They keep it up. Think, I think you, we, you're
2: have, you're having some playoff uh flashback nightmares, eh?
1: PTSD.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Single
2: single-handedly lost you guys a shot at the Super Bowl.
0: That game was sponsored by Keystone Light at my house by half.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that. Oh shit. Oh hell. Yeah, I completely agree with Dude John the Jackrabbit. Pick him up, go get him wherever, you know, you're making the trade. Ask for him as a throw in. I'm sure you'll get him. But he's gonna be a big producer. And has and that's the thing, he always has been, you know, with the Giants, with with the Saints, wherever he's been, he's been a big producer and um yeah, he's going to be that again
2: this year. Bryce Hall was a little bit disappointing for me yeah. this week. He, yeah. he had 100% snap count, but he didn't produce shit. So, and I didn't watch a ton of that game. So maybe they just kind of steered clear of him. And that's why, because I, I imagine he must be their number one corner. And uh, whoever the number two is, is the guy you, you're going to want to own there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I actually right. rolled up I rolled up Bryce Hall, Hall in the league. I started like two corners in or whatever because uh, I had a couple injuries. And I was thinking he was going to be, you know, a solid day. He's going to be out there every snap. And the Jets' corners are not good. So, um, disappointing first week for sure.
1: But I'm not com- – yeah, disappointing, but I'm not completely selling him. I mean, the opportunities are going to be there.
0: Right. I, I,
1: the main thing is you got to pump the brakes week one. Yeah. You know, always everything's new because
0: except for Kevin King, you don't pump the brakes on Kevin King.
1: Looks, no, pump the brakes on him. You, you his mother freaking ass to the curb, but whatever.
0: put Eric Stokes out there and let him learn.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, Eric Stokes. I mean, if you're going to put Kevin King out there, you might as well put, go with the Ricky Jamar, Sheen Charles, let him learn his lumps, yeah. you know, let him learn. Um, I just think this year is so crazy because we've reduced from four to three preseason games. Teams didn't know what to do or how to deal with that. So, plus you're going from 17 games to 18 or 17 weeks to 18. I think teams, these first three, four weeks, they're kind of finding their way. So, just pump your brakes, be patient, you know, stay with your guys you know, you start getting into week three or four, then you need to start worrying a little bit, making your moves.
2: Another guy that was kind of disappointing for me uh, this week was um, I didn't start him anywhere. I was taking a wait and see approach, but uh, I spent, you know, quite a bit of money, some places for him uh, in the off season um, off waivers, just making sure I got him was Donovan Wilson. Yes. Uh, I liked what he put oh, yeah. on tape, and he did have 55 snaps. He played 85%, and Kazee uh, played uh, 80% of the snaps. And J. Ron Curse is back from the dead, one of my old uh, long shots when he was with the Vikings, but he uh, he played 62%. And Darian Thompson's basically out of a job, so... Um,
0: was Curse, Curse playing up in the box too, right, if I remember right, or...?
2: Yeah, he was exactly. Yeah, he was the guy that was getting a lot of the work in the box. But
0: but it was only only sixty two percent. Is that what you said total? Uh, yep, yep. I mean, you like the box uh, snaps. So I like to see him a little bit more, bigger share. But um, right, and I'll, t- I'll tell
1: you another one that I really Wilson. Love. But no, that Donovan I agree though. That that was that was
0: disappointing done. with Donovan Wilson.
1: If if go you ahead, Daryl, go, go ahead, go to, go to Pittsburgh. Joe Hayden's gone. Mike Hilton left and went to Cincinnati.
2: What do you mean Joe Hayden's gone?
1: He's no longer in Pittsburgh. Yes, he is. Are you sure?
2: Now you got me questioning it, but I'm pretty well, sure. Unless yeah. I'm
1: wrong. Unless I'm wrong. Yeah, no,
2: you're, you're thinking he, about Mike Hilton.
0: Joe Hayden. No, there. Mike Hilton went
1: to Cincinnati. He played,
0: yes, he did. Joe, Joe playing Haley for played, the Bengals. Joe Hayden played every snap for Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, last year. Okay, maybe I'm wrong, but anyway, I think Cameron is, Cameron, Cameron Sutton did too. I think. Well, Cameron Sutton's the guy now. You know, yeah. he's going to take over that Mike Hilton role. So, plus he's got punt return, kick return abilities. Um, those are the kind of guys. You know, when you got those players that are moving on, I'm looking for that next guy. Up. Cameron Sutton, top. Yeah. You know, Logan Ryan moved on. I'm looking for who's taking over for him in Tennessee, um, you kind of got to look ahead. There's some good values out there if you would just pay attention to some of these roster moves and what's going on.
2: Right. And another guy like that that, you know, kind of came back to relevance this off season when he went to Green Bay is Vondry Campbell and he got a hundred percent of the snaps. Right. And, uh, you know, we were talking about him in the off season as well. And, and Chris Barnes is, is another guy that I was, been high on and called as a breakout candidate and he produced pretty well for me, uh, in the leagues, I started him in and he had 78% uh snap count. So Oren Burks had only one, uh, no, sorry. He had seven snaps. Ty Summers had zero. It's
1: not going to happen for Oren Burks, is it Kyle?
0: No. Um, he, he he would like I said uh, was it last week or the week before last time we did the show he played much better this preseason like he looked like wow. a that was all,
2: that was August twenty second two thousand and twenty one that you said that <laughs> <It was.
0: laughs> no but uh, Campbell Campbell was hurt during the preseason <laughs> I love it that Campbell was shit. hurt Campbell was hurt during the preseason and McDuffie had a hamstring thing and um. Burks had to start with Barnes and he played noticeably better. And it uh, was it was really good to see because um he just we've been waiting for it, but it's it's not gonna happen. Uh Campbell led led the way with in this in the snap department with like ninety percent, I think it was. Um he's he seemed to be the guy. 100%. Was it a hundred? Campbell. Okay. Yeah. It was a hundred. Um yeah, so I mean he, he was the every every down guy. Um, you know, and they had I thought Barnes might outsnap him, but they had did talk a lot about how much they love Campbell dropping a coverage. So it doesn't surprise me that much that he was out there every snap, but uh, yeah, it's unless if an injury pops up, Burks could definitely um, get in the mix, but it's going to take an injury for him to get in there. And I didn't even think he would be next man up if an injury happened, but I think he played his way into being in that position this preseason. Cause they definitely, they see and um, uh, McDuffie uh, looked good when he was out there, but yet, you know he's a rook, so you know you think Burks might get the first shot, being as he showed uh, you know some promises preseason. So, but but yeah, so, I mean honestly so though. we're talking
1: uh, Packers? Was,
0: no, okay. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I Rashawn Rashawn, no. Rashawn,
2: Gary, Rashawn Gary put up a big goose egg.
1: You know exactly. I did. That's where I was headed. You know, I know he, dude's he, is big on him. He's kind of sold me on him. on him. I'm huge
0: on him. I'm huge on Rashawn Gary. And Rashawn Gary did put up a goose egg, yes, but he was one of the few guys that was kind of making shit happen a little bit. Um, huh? It was, it was a very lackluster day all around. I, I could go on and on how disappointed I was watching our defense. We got the shit beat out of us up front. We played light boxes, which was kind of expected, obviously with Joe Barry running that brand's daily Fangio scheme. Um, we got beat up up front and, they were just handing the ball for three, four yards at a crack easily and just controlled. We ran 12 plays in the first half. Our defense couldn't get right. off the field. They marched it down and then t- tip to the Saints. They just beat the hell out of us. And, um, Deshaun Gary Kiki was. King, what's that? Oh, go ahead. Did Kiki Kingsley do anything? No, nah, he didn't do much. Um, no, no, nah, he, he didn't, he didn't just, do much.
2: I saw to Daryl Slayton, uh, Took a bad penalty and
0: uh yeah. He had a couple of reps. Um, you know, I know he's I mean, you to take him a little bit. He had a couple of decent reps. Um, Preston Smith, you know, he he kind of got a little bit of pressure here and there. Reg- Gary had a few nice plays. Um
1: did well, that makes bullsh- it hard ball when you're offense, not- Oh that, yeah.
2: that roughing the fucking passer on Darius Smith was garbage. It was brutal. Oh, that this was so text, crazy. This, it's textbook on what you want yeah. to see. Yeah. You can't yeah. you can't do any better as a defensive player. Yeah, that that that's that's the perfect way to play that. That's the way that they coach you to do it. Now that's the way that the yeah. referees should allow you to do it. You yeah. can't do it any better than that. And yeah, they still was, called. him.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, it, it, it was disappointing. Um, the whole day was just disappointing. And Zedarius wasn't healthy. He didn't play mu- He didn't play all that much. No, the back's giving problems. No. Um. They got some things to figure out for next week. That defense. Yeah, and but it doesn't help
1: when your offense is not clicking. Would, all oh things. yeah, that, it was.
0: It that's the worst
2: like game I've ever seen Rodgers play. Oh, the that rust, was horrible.
0: Yeah, the, the rust was apparent. I mean, you seven padded practices, no time in the preseason. I mean, it just looked like the rust was on. And um, I hope who you guys uh, got next week? Detroit Monday night.
2: Oh, that's a good way to write the ship.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that
2: but that'll be a tough game too, though.
0: It, they're going to be feisty, Perfect right? way
2: to get back on track because they're they're not going to give you nothing.
0: No, yeah. And they're right. going
2: to try to bite your kneecaps off. But <laughs> I'm rough. you know what I mean. And they even made it close against San Fran. So you, you know, as bad as you guys played, I don't think you guys would have taken things lightly this week anyway. But
0: right. yeah, I
2: don't. I I really don't think you will now with the way Detroit finished that game. Right? Sure. exactly.
0: I I agree. I mean the way the way we played against new orleans was i mean that's the worst i've seen rogers our deep like i said i was excited to see our new defense and what it was going to look like and it it looked bad it was just battling around when you, when you can turn around and hand it off for 3 4 yards at a crack and just blow us off the ball and work your way down the field control the ball it, it's frustrating But hopefully they
2: they came out, they came out and the coaches said something publicly too, didn't they about what they're going to make some changes. And uh, yeah, like it's some basic, uh, some very basic stuff that they need to change. I think was the exact quote. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Something along those lines It is pretty basic. Don't get your ass kicked off the ball. Every play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's what he said. It's true. It's very true. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised to see Rashawn Gary have himself a game this week, though. He was one of the guys that, so. was, that was out there, didn't quit, was after it. Um, I, I could see him having a game.
2: Preston Smith changed his body composition quite a bit in the offseason. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, he, he uh, really focused on nutrition and uh, mm-hmm. getting himself in, in better shape and had uh, less body fat percentage, yep. things of that nature. Yeah, he came in,
0: came in later and and uh, trying to get back to to twelve, you know, what? the the first year he was here. So
2: we'll see if it works or not, though, because <laughs> game one receipts are uh, all burnt <laughs> in the garbage.
0: <laughs> well, they are, yeah. You know, it's you can't win up front. It's it's tough to win the NFL.
1: Yes, it is. So
2: this is an old school I- ass whooping for both of your guys' teams.
1: It was. Yes, it was. Oh, freaking! Oh, I I turned it off at halftime. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't watch no more of this. I can't." Only,
2: only my Dolphins won. Only my Dolphins won.
1: Yeah, of the three of us, his freaking Dolphins win. Who would have thunk that shit?
0: Hey Green Bay, got flat out embarrassed. I don't even saying we lost isn't even good enough. Yeah, it was that I mean, bad.
1: Well, yeah, at least you out. didn't that have that nobody give up two sacks to one play. I agree. I mean, come on,
0: maybe three. <laughs> yeah. It's it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's early. Yeah. I think Rogers. Least- will,
2: I think Rogers least- will right the ship. I think you know they're going to get serious. And uh, Detroit's exactly what the doctor ordered.
1: Yeah. I'm not hitting the
2: Who, you got? Yet. Who do you got this week, Hollywood?
1: I don't even know, to be honest with you. I've, it's been so rough. I was just like, oh, oh my God. I can't. We
2: this. have the bills. Um, we got ooh, Josh, the bills. We got Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and Zach Moss, the healthy scratch last week for some unknown reason. Possible knee, long-term knee condition. My One of my insiders yeah, told me. Can beat them,
0: Hey D- Daryl, you know who you got this week? Seahawks. Dan yeah. and the Seahawks. Oh my God, Seahawks! That's right. I think <laughs> I
2: think you guys I think you guys will come to play too, though. Like I think that'll be a. I think we drag have to, a, knock them down, drag them out, s- slobber knocker. You know what I mean? Like something like something like the Dolphin score was this week, like seventeen sixteen or something. Yeah.
1: And it could be an A.J. Brown versus D.K. Metcalf game, too. I could very well see that happening.
2: Well, your secondary better show up this week. Like, they better.
1: Well, we're young. I mean, we don't have a whole lot. I mean, those guys are unproven. So, you know, Caleb Farley's the
2: guy, man. Caleb Farley's the guy that needs to step up.
1: Yeah. Yep. He has to. Yep. Fulton
2: got 100% of the snaps.
1: Yep. But uh, Molden, out, Molden,
2: got, Molden got roasted a bit out there.
1: He did. And with Hooker out, you've only got Byrd back there on the back end. So we'll see.
2: You don't seem overly enthused. He doesn't.
1: I, I don't – I think our, pat, our pass blocking will be a lot better because – you're not going to face a Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt this week. Um, so hopefully that'll help the back end a little bit. Um, and maybe these young guys, Fulton, um, Farley, and and uh, those guys will get better as they go along. But yeah, Jack Rabbit's going to have to carry us in that secondary. Him and Byard are going to have to carry us.
2: Any more questions from the from your fans, Hollywood? Well not my fans, but
1: just people asking they're, questions, but hey. Kyle's, all probably your got, fans. Kyle's got more fans than I got. I doubt people it. love Kyle.
0: I don't know about that.
1: They do. I just don't tell you.
2: <laughs> it's probably from the bearded demographic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh shoot. Probably. You're probably right, dude. Oh shoot.
0: Well, we certainly appreciate all the questions. That was cool. Yes. Was fun. Thank that you for fun. the questions.
1: Send fun. us all your trades, all your questions, all that good stuff. We're glad to help anytime. Um if nothing else, I think we'll call it a night, guys.
0: No man, it was fun. Uh thanks for joining us, dude. Man, this is a this is a blast. Yeah, dude.
1: You're always welcome back, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Love talking football with you.
2: Yeah, same. I enjoy uh, talking about football with you guys too, man. Have a good night.
1: Yep. All right, Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Come back anytime. And with that, we are out, and we will see you next week.